I didn't fear this because I already knew about this. But for those who are, you know, thinking about real estate investing, when you're thinking about real estate investing, you're not getting a traditional 30-year fixed mortgage at a 2.875. That's not what you're getting when you invest in real estate. When you're investing in real estate, you're going to a private money lender that's going to charge you in today's COVID rates between 10 and 14% interest. So a lot of people are like, what? I'm not paying 14% interest to borrow money. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So happy to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, got to make sure that the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Ms. Eva Palacios, are you in the house? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, man. So it has been a crazy, crazy morning for us trying to get our lives together on this Zoom. <laughs> Yes, we've been having some major issues this morning. (laughs) Yes. So just so you guys know, um, you know, we've been getting some internet, um, internet unstable messages on both (laughs) ends. And we are hoping, fingers crossed, that the podcast is going to come out clear. Uh, But sometimes what happens is, you know, if this internet's unstable, you get that little robotic sound. But we're just going to press on because, you know. We got a podcast to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? And I just totally remembered. I'm not even hardwired in. So let me do that now. Oh, should I, wait, should I do it now? You think it'll mess it up? Uh, let's try it. Go ahead and plug it in. We'll see. I was going to ask you, but I just, I don't know why I assumed I was like, oh yeah, she's, she's already plugged in. I, I, yeah, I totally forgot this. Oh, it's, okay. All right. So, uh, while Eva goes and plugs in, <laughs> I think it actually, uh, just went out a little bit just now. <laughs> so we will see. <laughs> if she comes back. Um, so, um, yeah, so w- w- normally we'll just start off with talking about, uh, you know, how things are going. And I think Eva is back. So, Eva, uh, you know, how, how's your week been? Oh, Besides my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, Xfinity. Uh, I have like the maximum allowed fastest speed. I'm paying some top dollar over here. Get it together. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, me too. And I, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because the kids are at home and school and who knows, but come on, man. Yeah. But no, other than that, the week, the week so far has been amazing. We have some pretty exciting stuff for all those following me on social media. I know you're probably seeing a whole bunch of like crazy stuff, which I love it because everyone is like, what is going on? Yeah. And um, yeah, and we just dropped our first Financial Freedom Friday on yes. YouTube and now yeah. on the podcast. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, yes. And also the Empower You shop. Got the uh, got the gear yes. out there. Yes. Oh my yep. gosh. I tell people, I'm like, man, I am so blessed to have an amazing squad behind me doing stuff that I have <laughs> no clue how to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's been fun. It's been fun uh, creating all those things. 
Um, so yeah, no, we're excited about you guys being able to to see them all, and you know, just continue to look out for more. More is coming. Yes, more is coming. Yes, we are constantly growing, and we're always learning, and you know, just trying to serve more, serve more, and create content and add value. Because yeah, we are still in this crazy time, but as long as we're getting financially fit, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's, that's part of it, right? You know, it's not only to uh, get physically fit, um, mentally fit, but also financially fit. And um, I know a lot of people, especially me too, just appreciate this outlet um, and this, you know, this vehicle to kind of help us, you know, learn things that we didn't know. Um, I think, I think this is the thing too, like both just recently. So just so you guys know, we, Eva and I were were doing a coaching session for each other, right? So uh, (laughs) Eva's coaching me on the finances. I'm coaching her on, on this whole, you know, online presence thing. (laughs) It, it don't feel good either way. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) Like, oh man, yes. right when I had, I thought I had it figured out. I'm like, what? I got to do more work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes it's like, it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. But then when you do it, you're like, man, like, that's it. Like, that's all I had to do. Like, you think it's so hard and it's not manageable or it's going to take a lot of time. And then when you do it, it's like, man, that was a piece of cake. Like, why was I arguing with myself in the first place? Exactly. And I appreciate, um, so even though it feels uncomfortable sometimes, I appreciate even getting on me about some of the stuff that I need to be doing. Um, And so it's all good. <laughs> even even got my wife involved. I those, I knew about that text message that my oh, wife. Sent. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to talk to John C. She's yeah, supposed no. to be like, wait. Well, she said she said she was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, in my, uh, I'm gonna text Eva. I was like, you don't text Eva. Like, don't be trying. Like, what what's that gonna do? And she was like, I didn't think I was. I didn't think she was gonna do it. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, you messaged me, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, it must have been, <laughs> yeah. So she was like, I did text her. I was like, oh, oh man. my god, oh, I'm gonna get on her. <laughs> You're not supposed to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad that she actually, you know, feels like. You know, you're someone that she can go to to, yeah. uh, you know, talk some sense into me when I need some some talking sense. <laughs> um. <laughs> when I need a kick in the butt. <laughs> That's right. So it's all good. It's all good. And uh, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, her. I appreciate you. And uh, you know, because at the end of the day, it's just to help me. It's to help me. Yeah. Right. So. And and that's you know it's funny because I was having a conversation. I forget who I was having a conversation with, where I'm like. If you have people in your circle who are encouraging you and motivating you, and it might feel like a butt kicking and it might feel like, oh, this is uncomfortable, but if they're doing it in a positive way that's going to help you grow, help you thrive, help you succeed in whatever it is you're trying to do, like, there's no way to even get mad at that. Like, those people are unique versus the rest of the world who are like, no, you can't do that. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you better quit now. Or yeah, that's not going to work. We don't need those people in our lives. We need the people who are going to push you to getting out of your comfort zone and tackling those goals and dreams because yeah, other people are doing it. Why can't you? Yeah. And and, and I mean, I think that's so important because I think we're used to kind of like this echo chamber where, you know, all the things we think and believe, especially with social media as part of the, of the algorithm, is that you you will get 
more of the things that you think and believe. If this, if you're showing Facebook or whoever that this is the stuff you want to see, they're going to give you more of it. Yes. And so what that's kind of created is this, you know, sense of you only want to be affirmed, right? You only want people to basically tell you that you're doing everything great and everything's right. And which is, which is positive and good. And I'm not saying that that's not <laughs> something we should hear. We definitely should hear that. But at yeah. the same time, it shouldn't um, replace the times where, you know, you have that constructive criticism or when people are trying to stretch you and grow you because that hurts. Like that's not going to feel good. You know, it's when you're, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Right. And, but you have to, we have to be willing to embrace that discomfort, especially when it's for the sake of growing. I'm not saying, I'm not obviously not saying you should be getting badgered or, you know, people should be cruel or saying things that aren't helpful. You know, yeah. you, you got to figure out which one's which and definitely, you know, surround yourself with the right people. Cause you know, I don't want, I don't want that kind of energy around me. Um, yeah. And, but I, I think you could judge a tree by its fruits. And that's, that's one thing that I would say in terms yes. of how I've had to kind of um, filter down my, my, my circle, you know, so to speak is to judge a tree by its fruits. Like, okay, we've, we've been rocking for this amount of time. What have we been able to accomplish together? Right. Yeah. I can tell you, there's Eva, proof. There's exactly. proof to <laughs> the words that come out of their mouths. Exactly. And what is it? Yes. Yeah. So with Eva, you know, since I've been rocking with you, you know, certain things have been happening. It's, it's been positive. You know, <laughs> money account, you know, banking account, all you know, all that stuff has been going up. You know, steadily and knowledge and just you know, comfortability around certain things. Um, even though it's been discomfort at times, at the end of it, I've been like, okay, feeling more confident around things. So this, you know, overall, we're like, okay, this is working. It's funny too, because my wife, <laughs> my wife was just talking about this because um, we help each other out. Like, I don't, I don't want to get all into the, to the weeds on the podcast about how we help <laughs> each other out. But we, we basically, we're business partners in different ways. And yeah. we, uh, we work hard to support each other. And so what that means is there's times where, um, just to be transparent, there's times where I'm cutting Eva a check and there's times where she's cutting me a check. Yeah. And, and my wife is, laughs at the fact that we pay each other you know, for, for, for different stuff. She's like, it's so weird. You guys are sitting there paying each other, you know, <laughs> like, well, hey. this is part of the, the, the relationship, you know, the yeah. reciprocity, you know? Yeah. And it's business. And I think that doing that, you know, it just keeps everybody in line. Like we, I'm sure like we could have probably had a conversation like, oh, well, don't worry about it because you did this and, and I did this. So let's just call it even. No, yeah. I pay you for your services. <laughs> right. You pay me for my services. Right. <laughs> Everybody feels good about that's the right. services rendered. That's right. That's so. right. <laughs> that yeah, way. that's right. Yeah. That's right. No, no, it's to me it's it's like the perfect way because it's funny because during the time that we were kind of growing together there were some um I'll say just some other opportunities I had. Yeah. Um and the exchange was not necessary. It was more like what you said the first time like let me just do this for you. It's kind of like a barter. And I'm not yeah. saying nothing wrong with bartering, but sometimes it could feel unequal, it could feel uneven, it could feel yeah. it could get, you know, kind of messy. And, you know, so needless to say, I'm not in those kind of um, relationships anymore. Um, yep. It's, it's you know, mainly, you know, it's business. It's business. Yeah. And, and, you know, so anyway, I, I don't know, we kind of going off on that, but I thought that was just interesting. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's super important. And I just remember, you know, my most favorite mentor saying, if you treat your business like a business, other people will treat you 
as a business. Yeah. And it's true. Like, and it's, and sometimes it's so hard, but I think that's probably, you know, a lot of people's, um, their, their, their weakness is, and not, not to say weakness, but you know, you know, you, if you have people who just want, want to obviously make others happy and serve, it's one thing, but you can't all like, doing things for free isn't going to pay the bills. It's not going to keep the lights on. Like, let's be real. And at the end of the day, I just think that when you are in business and you are working your business like a business, then other people are going to value it as a business and they're not going to expect to get shortcuts or freebies or Mm -hmm. bartering and this, this and that. And again, not to say there's nothing wrong with it in certain situations. I'm sure that's great. But for me, I feel that I've grown in a business aspect to where I just think it's only fair. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's going to be, you know, things that may shift. And yeah, I don't want you to feel shortchanged Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm adding value that's worth millions of dollars Mm -hmm. versus, okay, I'm only cutting you a check for X. Mm -hmm. So I just think it keeps everybody honest. And at the end of the day, this is how business works. Like you don't see the rich guys bartering with one another. I'm sure you don't. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> so, I'm sure there's, at the end of the day, there's some, there's some money exchange, right? Yeah. Cause it, it just, <laughs> like you say, it keeps everyone honest. Absolutely. Um, and you know, and I, I appreciate that. And, um, Okay, so we got a podcast to get to. <laughs> yes. Hey, at least we're talking about money, though. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one thing I was thinking of, it was uh, interesting. Um, well, this, it's kind of like this concept of leverage, right? And so mm-hmm. with you and I, we've been able to leverage our relationship and um, invest in one another um, to help each of us kind of level up. We continue to, we continue to invest in each other and we yeah. continue to level up um, because we understand the leverage of playing to each other's strengths, right? We understand um, that each other has a lot to offer. Um, and so we, you know, we, we bank on that. I mean, it's, it's, been, yeah. it's been, it's been great so far. We, 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 uh, we believe it will continue to be, be great. <laughs> um, so it kind of it made me think though about this, um, like the dichotomy, like you were kind of comparing things of like uh, cash and credit, right? And it seems like it keeps coming up, especially like even in the Empower You group. Yes. I've seen some threads, you know, where people are talking about, you know, credit versus cash and, you know, whether or not it's- I don't need it. credit because yeah, I yeah. can buy everything with cash. Exactly. Like yes. I don't need cash because I can buy everything with credit. So, <laughs> you know, I, I want to kind of talk to you about this um, and kind of pose it to you. Um, and, you know, once again, I like, you know, these either ors. You choose your adventure, <laughs> left or right, red pill or blue pill. So um, I'm going to give it to you now. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have um, a cash reserve or a credit reserve? Which one would you rather have? Eva? Okay, so you, so like, you know, I got to ask questions about that. Okay. Like, what are we talking? Like, how much cash? How much credit? Like, what okay. are we talking? Okay, okay. All right, okay. So <laughs> let, let me get specific. All right, let me get Because I need specifics. Okay, all right. Let me get specific. Um, okay, so let's, we're talking about, so I've seen this actually float around too, like these memes. So I'll ask oh you. Oh my God. I get a good credit meme. I'm going to post afterwards, but yeah, okay. go ahead. <laughs> Instead of like, um, giving you six different choices. That's the meme I saw. I'm gonna give you two. So okay. would you would you rather have an eight hundred credit score? Okay. 
or a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with what I truly feel, and it's the eight hundred credit score. Okay, so tell us tell us why. <laughs> so and here's here's what I want you to do. Tell us why that's that's the one you go with, and why the hundred thousand is not the one you're going with. Okay. Um, well, for me, I honestly believe with you know an eight hundred near perfect credit score, you can like you can literally borrow hundreds of thousands of dollars if you needed to, just because you look good in the financial perspective of those lenders. So a hundred thousand is nice. Great. Hello. But you can get a hundred thousand dollars with an 800 credit score. You can get $500,000. You can get lots of borrowing ability with a higher credit score in a shorter time frame. So for example, how long will it take for you to accumulate a hundred thousand dollars? versus how long will it take for you to apply for loans or credit that could easily surpass that? Hmm. Okay. So in my opinion, I'm going with the higher credit score because I truly believe credit is king and it opens the doors to a whole lot more opportunities. And let's not just like compare apples to apples, like $100,000 cash versus $100,000 in available credit. No, what if it's $100,000 worth of a property that you can rent that can in turn bring you cash flow, I don't know, $1,000 a month Mm -hmm. versus just having $100,000 one time that you can just blow partying or doing whatever with and once it's gone, it's gone. Well, I mean, I think in that analogy, you can also use the hundred thousand to buy the property, the rental yeah, property. But once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, but you're out now. Your money's inside of the house, and now yes. you have to wait for it to be paying you back. Right. So what you're saying is, keep the cash you have, leverage the eight hundred credit score, and borrow that, and have it pay you. Uh, basically, have. Pay, pay for the house, get the house paid, right? Well, a loan to you, right? You, well, wait, do I have two house. choices or am I choosing one? No, so, this, so I'm, what I'm saying is, let's say if you had $100,000 versus 800 credit score to purchase a home, right? Yep. Let's say the home was, I don't know, just for the sake of this, $75,000, but it yielded, um, you know, um, $500 a month in cash flow. Okay. Right? Um. So what you're saying is based on your choice for credit, you're saying you would use your credit to borrow the money for the house. Yes. To get the um, eventual cash flow. Yep. Um, and you would just kind of leverage that rather than uh, spend $100,000 to buy the house um, to get the cash flow. Yes. It's called OPM, other people's money. Mm. And the wealthy use it all the time. So, so, so explain more about that because I think that some people have some, you know, reluctance when it comes to other people's money. Yeah. Um, 
because of interests, because of right. You know, Yep. And and that's where you have to be really well educated or have a great coach because there are some things that it is okay to buy with cash and not liquidate or deplete your savings versus borrowing. So for example, with a 700 plus credit score, with a very high credit score, you borrowing money comes at a cheaper cost. You're paying less interest with a higher credit score hmm. versus if you have a low credit score, you're paying double, triple, quadruple the interest, which in turn costs you more money. Now you got some people that are like, okay, well, Eva, you've got $100,000 in the bank account. You're not even earning a percent in interest on that. But you're going to go borrow and let's say buy property and pay, I don't know, four, five, six, depending upon what kind of property you're buying, you're paying more interest by borrowing money versus using your own money. Well, then you got to dig deeper. Well, what are you buying? Because if you're buying real estate, there's all kinds of tax write-offs. You can write off the interest. So technically, you shouldn't be worrying about things like that. So you want to be very educated with, okay, well, what moves are you trying to make? Are you buying real estate? Are you buying a car? You know, are you just wanting to buy furniture? You buy furniture, you go to the, one of those, you know, places that sell you furniture. If you don't got good credit, you're spending 30% interest. By the time you're done paying that sofa that cost you 500 bucks, it now costed you $2,500. So at the end of the day, I just think credit gives you the ability to leverage. And if you're really smart about it, you in essence can, yes, borrow in a certain way that could make you more money than what your dollar amount in your bank account would ever give you. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about Panda Commission. Panda Commission is a digital marketing agency that helps online businesses increase profits by designing high converting sales funnels. If you need more leads and sales for your business, you need to be intentional about telling stories that convert customers into buyers. From logo design and branding to sales funnel design and funnel optimization, Panda Commission is a one-stop shop for building your online empire. So go check it out at pandacommission.com and be sure to tell them that Eva sent you. I think that that's another part that people, um, I think people are still learning. And I, I mean, even trying to figure out, you know, because there's some investments that, that outpace the interest owed. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you may borrow, um, let's say just for the sake of round numbers, $100,000 or, you know, um, let's say, um, let's say $10,000 at a 3%. I don't, I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> you may, you know, be able to borrow that and you have that, um, you know, cash available to you, uh, that money available to you, but you owe 3%. Some people are like, I don't want to do that. But you, some people figure out a way to take the 10,000 that they now have yep. at a 3% interest and invest that 10,000 and have it returned to them, 
you know, 10%, 15%, yeah. you know, based on whatever, you know, investment vehicle, or maybe let's say it's a house. Maybe let's say they use that 10,000 to put it down on a, in a JV and they're able to, you know, six months. So, you know, yeah. So let's talk about that. Here's a perfect example. And this is, I, I didn't fear this because I already knew about this, but for those who are, you know, thinking about real estate investing, when you're thinking about real estate investing, you're not getting a traditional 30-year fixed mortgage at a 2.875. That's not what you're getting when you invest in real estate. When you're investing in real estate, you're going to a private money lender that's going to charge you in today's COVID rates between 10 and 14% interest. So a lot of people are like, I, what? I'm not paying 14% interest to borrow money, but think about it. So our first transaction, our first transaction happened before COVID. So these are real numbers. We bought that investment property for 50,000. We came to the table, down payment money was 20,000. Bought the property for 50,000. The rehab is 100,000. So... 50 plus 100,000 is now 150,000 that we're quote, quote, borrowing minus the 20,000 down payment. So now, quote, quote, we're borrowing $130,000 at 10% interest. Hmm. $130,000 at 10% interest, safe to say $1,300 a month in interest. Yeah. But by the time that property's done, the profit would be $100,000. So those are the numbers you got to think about. Don't think about the 14% interest. Don't think about how much money you got to come to the table with down payment. Don't think about how much you're paying monthly in interest. Think about how much money you could make if you were to make that move. And is it more than what you're coming to the table with? Yeah. Invest 20 to make 100000 and that's just my example. There's other people doing some crazy stuff. You know, they come to the table with 100000 and they're making 500000 yep. At the end of the day, a lot of people are afraid because they've never heard of the term private money or hard money, or they're like 14% interest on $150,000. Like that is bananas. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to get out of your comfort zone and make that type of move, you're not going to have that potential earnings right there. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's really just about leverage, right? Yes. Leverage and also the end result. I think that for me, what's made me feel more comfortable about the idea of investing is you know, the return, right? And really focusing on the end goal. Yes. I remember there was a, a recent decision that I made um, around my business. And, you know, I remember coming to you and asking you about it. I was like, man, I don't really want to spend this money. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because I don't like the money leaving my account. I want it to stay in my account nice and safe and it's all warm. <laughs> Cozy. <and> t- <laughs> Looking pretty. Every Looking day pretty. you check it. Yeah, it's like, that's nice. <laughs> but it's not doing nothing, right? And right. so um, it's not working for me. It's, it's not, not doing even. Anything. It's not even giving you 0.1%. You earning not, like two cents. Not even. And so <laughs> I said, well, here's this opportunity I have here to invest in my business. And it's going to take me some time, but you know, potentially I could, you know, um, in, in some ways, you know, maybe 3X or 5X, 
my, um, you know, my business. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so you invest this amount of money and then, and you know, how many months you would be getting this? I said, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the opportunity. I mean, it's no guarantee, but this is the opportunity. Yep. You were like, makes sense to me. You know, and, and it was pretty easy. I'm for like, you, let's but, go. Where do we sign? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> who do we cut uh, the check to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, and, and the reason why is because, you know, once again, just kind of looking at the, 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 the initial like cash leave in my hand um, yeah. felt weird. And I think that's what sometimes, you know, people are, you know, it, it, I think also too, it has to do with the way you're raised, right? Because there's, there's some people where you're raised like where it's like no credit cards, credit cards are bad. You know, you're, yeah. you don't want to owe people money. I used to get this a lot when it came to, oh man, especially as a principal. I used to um, hear counselors discouraging um, and teachers discouraging students from borrowing money from student loans and basically Mm. saying, you shouldn't go to this top college, which is going to put you in a better network and make you have and give you a higher earning potential. You should go to this lower end college because it costs less and you won't have as much debt Whereas this other one, you'll have more debt. I said, no, let's let's break this down real quick. Let's break yeah. this down. Oh, I said, okay. That's a good so you one. Can, you can go to this low-end college, right? That maybe mm-hmm. only cost you uh, $5,000 a year and your yeah. grant or whatever covers it. And now it's pretty much free. So you got a free education. But when you get done with this, the best job you can get is going to pay you $50,000 50, a year. Yep. Right? Just because based on this reputation, the network. Or you can go to this other college, which is going to cost you, let's say maybe... 25 grand a year, you're going to owe a hundred thousand when you're done. Right. However, the network that you have is much stronger and the job you're going to get you is going to immediately, as soon as you're out, is going to pay you, you know, $75,000 a year. Yeah. Right. So that's a $25,000 a year difference. So how long will it take for you to recover the hundred thousand that you're out? So four years. And then how much longer are you going to live after that? Right. From that point on, once you, you know, once you're now even, okay, you still have the network. You still have the credibility. So your earning potential, your max is, your ceiling is much higher. Yeah. What you can, what you can do. And, and I used to have to explain that to them because, you know. And then credibility, the credibility. Yeah. It's like, I went to this college and like, okay, that's cool. You went to college. Oh no, but I went to this university. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You paid, you got some really good education. Therefore, and you got a degree from it. Yes. That means you're super serious about it because people who are blowing smoke, they ain't going to spend that kind of money on that type of education. Yeah. So and, yeah, and, it's. Yeah. And it's crazy how that works. And, and once again, just for those people who are listening, who are going to be you know, super technical. This is the, I'm, I'm not saying there's not exceptions to the rule. I'm not saying oh, yeah. that there aren't people who go to maybe lower end colleges that aren't balling. I'm not saying That's that. True. And I'm not saying that or everyone, those who don't even go to college and they're balling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that those who go to high end colleges, everyone's doing great. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that generally that's how it it works. Yeah. And and I just don't I we want to try to encourage folks to not be afraid of those things like not yeah. to say, you know, oh man, I'm about to this is potentially going to get me in some debt. There's ways you can leverage the debt yeah. uh, to to win and not just win but win really, you know, win a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so like let's go back to your situation to where you're like I got this money in the bank. Man, like it's not going to hurt 
but it's going to make me feel some type of way that I'm taking this chunk of money and I'm paying it for this program. It better work, right? Versus what if you had the available credit limit Mm. on a 0% credit card, Mm. 0% for 18 months, would you be more likely to make a quicker decision to put that transaction on a credit card knowing that your payment is probably only going to be 2% of the balance Wow! and you don't have to worry about paying interest for 18 months, which by the time you're done with that program, let's just say training or whatever it is, is three months. So by month four, you should be making that investment back, but you got wow. 18 months of 0% interest at a 2% payment. Okay. Talk that talk. Let's go. <laughs> That's what credit can do for people. Yeah. Versus what if you had neither? What if you had no cash and no credit? Now you're stuck. Your dreams are on pause. You can't move forward because your options are zero. Yeah. And I think in that situation, I think that's that's perfect, you know, cash or credit. Now for me, you know, just being full transparent, the credit's not an option for me right now. Like I said, we we recover it. We we get recovery. It will be. However, exactly. But however, if I had to choose, like at that point, if I had the money in the bank versus the credit, and based on what you just laid out, hands down, I would have went with credit. Because <laughs> I keep the cash in my pocket yes. just in case for emergency. And I'm still good in my credit because I, I can pay, you know, make those, those minimum payments. And here's yeah. the thing. As long as I'm going to do the work, I can leverage that money that I borrowed, the credit, to then go make more money and pay myself back or pay the credit card company. Oh man, it's just, yeah, when you said that, now it makes me be like, man, I need to get my credit together. Golly. <laughs> yes, because think about it. Let's just pretend whatever it is that you were going to get, it was costing $10,000. $10,000 at 2% payment, you leave your 10000 in the bank account, pull 2% to cover your minimum payment on your credit card. Now, what, four months into it, you probably would have spent 600 bucks. You still got 9,000, what, $400 cash in your bank account. By the time you're finished with that program, you're making money, pay the credit card. You you still had 0% on credit card and maybe mm-hmm. a 0.001 in your bank account in interest. So you there still winning. Still winning. Oh my God. That's yes. what people need to think about. Yeah. That's the importance behind building credit strategically. And then what if what if we add that credit card giving you rewards? What if that transaction would have paid you $350 in rewards because mm. you used the credit card? So now you just made $350 to invest in your own business that's going to give you more money and it cost you zero dollars in interest. Yeah. No, it's wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till my credit get back. <laughs> I used to be able to do this, man. I used to be able to do it, man. I know. Then yeah. we can play together. We can be like, all right, Charles, what you got? Who you yeah, get? Who you yeah, get? Well, no. how many rewards you got over there? How many no, miles? Man, I oh can't my gosh. Wait. <laughs> Put it this way. So shout out, shout out business banker Satha. He posted on his Facebook that a certain credit card company is giving 80,000 points, which is redeemable for miles 
upon wow. approval. 80,000 points. That's by far the highest points that they've ever done. Before mm-hmm. that, it was like 65,000. So I'm like, I, I can't, I-, I would love to have that card, but I'm doing some other moves that I cannot afford to like have an inquiry right now. But I'm like, hmm, Desmond, mm-hmm. I think it's time Uh-oh. that you apply for that card. Uh-oh. You, he did say he wanted to travel. There we go. <laughs> so we're about to do that after this is done. <laughs> nice. Nice. No, I love it. I love it. And 80,000 is- points depends on where you want to travel to. But this particular airline like goes to all the fun places we like to travel to. That can easily be five round trip tickets. Wow. Strategically, it can easily be five round trip tickets. So you mean to tell me because you got good credit and you get a credit card, you're automatically going to get free five round trip tickets to wherever the heck you want to go? What? And that's the other part too. Like, so <laughs> I remember when I had good credit, that's the thing. Like they treated me differently. They When I put yes. slap down that platinum Amex, the, yeah. that flex, the way that people used to just react. I mean, and, and also all the perks. And here's the thing. I don't think you get the same reaction in terms of perks and all the other advantages if I was to, you know, walk around with a, a big giant stack of money in my <laughs> Well, you might get some reaction off of those types of people. I mean, I mean, it, it probably some but, kind of reaction, but it more more so. But now gotta, you're opening up yourself to risk. Exactly, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Well, ahead, rob me, take my credit are, cards. Are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm just like, I remember. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just it, it it just that I think really speaks volumes in terms yeah. of how much you can leverage. Uh, credit versus cash. Um, Having lots of cash is cool. I mean, it is cool. But in terms of leverage and, 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 and hey, maybe we're missing something. And and maybe we're missing something. And, and, you know, it it would be a great thing to maybe put in the group um, to get people talking um, because maybe there's some scenarios where they're like, no, actually cash would be the advantage here. And that's cool. And I'm not, I'm not trying to dump on cash. Trust me. Give me, if y'all want to, if y'all want to donate some cash, you know what? I'll drop, my, I'll drop my Venmo. Exactly. You can give me all the cash. I'll figure it out. No, but, no, we're, we're... but in some transactions, cash rules. For yes. example, if you're trying to buy real estate, guess what? Me, if I'm selling a property okay. and somebody comes to the table with cash yeah. versus a loan, there you go. You can close out on properties, cash deals. 10 to 14 days. Yeah. When you're but when when a buyer is coming to the table and they're getting funded through a loan, 30, 45, depends on who the lender is and if they're dragging their fee, you're talking 30, 40, 60 days later. There you go. You best bet I'm choosing the cash buyer. Okay. Because money go. money in my bank account in 10 to 14 days is way better than a potential drop in the ball. Yeah. Securing somebody who has a loan, and then let's just through. say at the end it doesn't go through. We yeah. just wasted time. Yeah, and 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 I think that sometimes it's funny because it's interesting because I definitely see in that scenario. But I remember when I worked at a car dealership for like only like maybe two months. Um, <laughs> I remember someone coming up and we were uh, selling a Hummer. I think it was the Hummer. Times long time ago, and I think the Hummer was going for like uh, I don't really remember, but let's just say it was fifty grand. Right? Yep. And he walked in there and he was like, I'll give you 40000 for it, cash. 
Mm. Right. And and they were like, uh, yeah, no. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> Cash. I said, right now. Got yeah. the money right now. I will write you a check or if you want me to go withdraw it, I'll put it in a, you know, a bag for you. Here you go. <laughs> like 40 grand right now. He's like, yeah, no, because it's 50. And so yep. why don't you go ahead and get a loan for 50? Yep. You could put 40 on it and you could pay the bank, but give us our 50. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the finance managers, I was, yeah. I was so funny. And I was just like, wow. And then, he's, and then the guy was like, no, no. But he kept saying it, man, it's 40 cash. And he's like, I don't care. Is it 40 <laughs> credit, 40 cash, 48 the number? The number need to be 50. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. This is interesting. But um, yeah, so. At, at the end of the day, you know, the sellers, they know their market. They know their product. They know what it's worth. And even though cash can win certain transactions, if you try to lowball somebody, yeah, ain't that, that ain't gonna matter. You got cash. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, we're gonna hold out until somebody with some credit comes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I am not about to take a ten thousand dollar loss just because you got cash. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. So we can go yeah. all day back and forth about the cash versus credit, but you know, yeah. I think from the Empower You community, at least you know, coming from Eva, our credit boss, credit coach, credit is king. That is the verdict. Credit is king. There's so much more you can do. Yeah. Um, and so just so you guys know, um, you know, if, you, if this is, I mean, you know, we have such a great time with this podcast, but uh, one thing that we really want to encourage you guys to do is to definitely, definitely sign up for the free webinar coming up on December 15th at 5 yes. Credit Game Plan Webinar, our first webinar, uh, which is so exciting. Yes. Uh, Oh, exciting. Super exciting, man. Like we have limited seatings and I think what we've only let that link out in the last 24 hours. We've got over 50 people reserved. Yep. Eventually it's just going to stop. Like we don't even know what number it's going to stop at. It's just going to be like capacity and we're going to yeah. be like, oh dang. But yeah. great stuff. We're talking credit game plan. We are talking about leverage, leveraging credit cards, talking about the rewards, talking about kind of like what we just finished talking about and the importance behind it. But most importantly, getting 2021 off to the right foot, guys. Like, Absolutely. this year is already over. Like, we in December. Let's start game planning for the upcoming year. We'll help you work towards your goals in an efficient way. It's nice to set a goal, but if you don't have a timeline on that goal, you're not going to execute. If you're not going to execute, it's never going to happen. That's right. So yes, get registered. It's absolutely free. Share that link with everybody that you know, so that we can just continue empowering more people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we're super excited about that. Go to evenempowers.com. Uh, I'll make sure that it's up there on the top so you guys can easily register. Go ahead and register now um, as soon as you can to reserve your spot. 500, 500 spots. That's all we got. That's not hype. That's all we got. Uh, that's available in the room. So that's we get crazy. to that fast. So you have to wait to the next one. So we want you to go ahead and get in there. So go ahead and register right away. Also uh, want to make sure that we mention and even mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the Financial Freedom Fridays uh, are now available on YouTube and also on the podcast. So be sure to enjoy those. Those are just like, you know, just straight raw Eva giving it to you just straight game for like, you know, two to four minutes, just straight game. Uh, yeah. Some of you guys want sometimes, you know, Eva not to cut to the, just to cut to the chase. Like, you know, we don't want to hear about how your week's going. Just <laughs> Tell me, tell me 
me what tell I gotta me. do. Just tell me what I gotta what do. Happened. And that's yep. right. So that's what your financial freedom Fridays are for, for you guys to get that straight game. So be sure to uh, tune in for that uh, each Friday on the podcast, but also, like I said, on YouTube. We put it on YouTube so you can, guys can share it. Um, send it out. Make sure that you rate, subscribe, not only on YouTube, but also on the podcast. Show yes. us some love. Show us some love. If you guys enjoy uh, hearing what you're hearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to my faithful listeners who, com- I didn't even know you can comment on every podcast. I thought you can just like comment and rate one time, but no, apparently you can like comment and rate on every podcast. Guys, we got 20 episodes. Like, Show us some love so that we can know, are you enjoying this? I mean, we see the numbers. Numbers are great. And, you know, that just just tells us that we're doing a good job and that we're actually impacting people's lives. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. We love the love. Absolutely. So uh, with that said, we're going to give Eva one last opportunity to go ahead and close this out uh, with the golden nugget for the day. And, you know, just give us your, your lasting thoughts when it comes to uh, this idea of, you know, uh, cash or credit, um, you know, and, and tell us, tell us once again, why so much you, why do you believe so much that credit is king? Um, not to say that cash is not important, not to say you shouldn't no. have a savings, not to say that you shouldn't, you know, try to get as much cash as possible, but yeah. just talk to us about why uh, credit seems to be, um, you know, king. Absolutely. And and honestly, guys, you got to have both. You got to have cash and credit, but at the end of the day, you can have available credit limits that will allow you to do the things that your cash in your bank account can't let you do. You know, I mean, I mean, we're in California, you know, the average, average medium home price sales is like 400 grand. Do you got 400 grand in the bank account? I don't have 400 grand in the bank account, but guess what? You got a good looking credit score. You can borrow 400 grand and live very nicely. So at the end of the day, guys, absolutely. We want to empower people and teach people not only how to build that credit score, but to build that credit portfolio. Why not have a six-figure available credit limit sitting out there in case you ever wanted to do something? When you've got credit cards and if you're banking with the right people, these credit card accounts stay open forever as long as you're managing them well. So you might be thinking, oh, I don't need $100,000 in available credit because I'm not doing anything. But what if there comes a point in your life where you want to make a decision, maybe invest in a business, maybe invest in real estate, maybe put your kid through college and you don't want them to get student loans, or maybe you just, something happens and you don't have the cash to make the move. What are you going to do? You're going to start a GoFundMe account. You're going to go ask friends and family. Can you rely on those resources? I know I don't need anybody to rely on. I can rely on my credit card companies because they're there. We've built great relationships for four years. And if something happens, I can rely on them. So that's what we want to teach. We want to empower people to build that credit portfolio so that you can have it for leverage that could potentially allow you to borrow and then make more money on top of it. So yes, guys, got to get with the credit game plan so we can teach you these things. Awesome. Awesome. All right, y'all. We will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. Thank you.